0: This is the Biz News Podcast, one-on-one conversations with experts in business and personal development. The national unemployment rate is well under 5%, and in some states, such as Nebraska, it's hovering around 2%. These days, it seems you can't go anyplace without seeing stores, offices, bars, restaurants, you name it, plastered with help-wanted signs. So where have all the workers gone? Our guest today is Ken Gronbach, a demographer and a futurist who says he may know where the vanished American worker is really hiding. So Ken, where did all the workers go? Where are they?
1: Are they hiding? Well, one of the things you have to take into consideration when you think about labor is uh, the highs and lows in your um uh, population continuing Right now, uh, baby boomers are retiring. Baby boomers are a huge generation born 1945 to 1964. Uh, they're retiring in, in excess of 4 million per year. Uh, pandemic uh, kind of um, uh, accelerated that process. So over the pandemic, boomers, a lot of boomers cashed in. The, the unfortunate part about it is the generation right behind the boomers called Generation X that was born 1965 to 1984 is small. It's, it's 11% smaller than, than the baby boomers, and it simply cannot fill uh, the footprint. It, it, it can't, they don't have the critical mass to uh, take up the slack. The generation behind them, uh, the baby boomers' kids called millennials that were born 1985 to 2004, is 88 million they are. They somehow were able to sustain, uh, uh, be subordinate to their parents and live at home and live in, in their basements or, wh- or whatever, until they were 30 years old. And currently they're 17 to 36. So we will get labor, but it's not here yet. The other uh, factor is Latinos. And Latinos filled in the gap uh, that Generation X could not uh, sustain uh, and came here as immigrants. I mean, immigrants poured into the country, it could be as many as 30 or 40 million of them. We really don't, we're really not sure. <clears throat> However, uh, socioeconomically, according to Pew Research, they're, not on, they're, they're on the bottom run. They're, they're advancing nicely, but they're not here yet. So what we have is a situation where our demography is not favoring us in the labor market just yet, but we will have the best labor market in our history here very soon by by very
0: soon business people who are watching or listening to this are going to say does he mean next month or 10 years from now no i mean starting now what about uh people coming into the labor market who just are not skilled that is one of the complaints we have heard now for years from uh, companies trying to hire skilled workers whether that is skilled blue collar or uh, skilled white collar they're just they don't seem to be out there or Perhaps they're just not looking hard enough as employers.
1: No, the, the, the what they're going to have to do, There's this word that starts with a T it's called training. You're going to have to train them. Uh, what, we have a situation where the generation X and generation X right now is 37 to 56 years old. They're already in their jobs and, and they're not, and they are not moving. I mean, for the most part, once, once you get into middle age, you found your way. Uh, so, What we have found, and it's really a a, a wonderful phenomenon, but it's a bit unusual, is that Generation Y millennials born 85 to 2004, who are 17 to 36, the men are not going to college. So they are taking those technical jobs. Uh, Women outnumber men in uh, law school, I think it's 70-30, and I think it's uh, 60-40 in um, a standard um, uh, secondary or higher education, uh, college education. So, uh, just tell them to hang on. What they're going to have to do is they're going to have to train millennials. And, and this is this is a, a suggestion that I make to uh, my clients uh, when I speak, and that is, if you're if you think you're going to hire millennials, you have, you have rocks in your head. What you need to do, yeah, you really do. It, what you need because you'll never understand them. You'll never understand them, and and you'll never you'll have a, a really difficult time managing them. Because they're from another planet, they're just they're just simply a different generation, and and they grew up in a different way. So what you do is you hire a a, a um, the best caliber millennial that you possibly can, and you can do that with some professional help, and then have that uh, as an HR person, and then have that HR person hire your millennials, and then you'd be fine. What about all these businesses
0: we see all over the, you can't, you can't walk down the street without being hit in the head by a help wanted sign. Are people just not paying enough or not trying to recruit
1: hard enough or what? You know, that, that, that's a good question, but my sense is, is that generation Y is not fully into the labor force yet. And generation X just simply doesn't have the critical mass to satisfy the demand period. Boomers have left. And if you, if you don't think that boomers held some of those jobs, I mean, they obviously did because they were a broad strata, uh, 80 million of them. They've left the labor force. They're leaving the labor force at the rate of over 4 million per year. Over 4 million per year. So do the math. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have a labor shortage for a while, but then we're going to have a labor abundance. It's going to be the exact opposite. And how do I know that Generation Y is going to be fine and find their way into the labor force? It's because hippies did whatever happened to the hippies we, we thought sex drugs and rock and roll and communal farms was going to be the uh, late 60s and all through the 70s that that was you know we had this extreme left wing sector but what happened hippies um, amassed wealth uh uh and became republicans <laughs> well
0: that,
1: that's that's going to irritate
0: a few people in the in the
1: political wings <laughs> no, how, how, why should it because you know i grew up in that era i don't know if you did or not but i grew up in that area i era I, I was in in school and college in, in the 60s and uh we thought there was going to be a revolution we thought that that we were going to change the world well it never happened we, we we just grew up and that's what happens because when you start out remember what winston churchill said about an age, he said, "If you're not, if you're in your 20s and you're not a liberal, you don't have a heart. If you're in your 40s and you don't, you're not a conservative, you don't have a brain." Yeah, right. True. So, what, what's going to happen is that these uh, millennials, who we don't understand uh, and, and a lot of us hate—I mean, I don't—I love them because I have to on my own—they're um, going to fill the labor force with a level of talent that you cannot believe, literally cannot believe. Can I tell you a quick story, a personal story? Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay, my my daughter um is drop dead gorgeous, my my oldest daughter. And I wanted her to marry Tim Tebow. And but no. And then she brings home this geek. And so and and she says, Kyle asked me to marry him, and I I accepted. And I said, Okay. And, and she said, he's gonna come and ask for my hand. So he did. He said, May I marry your daughter? And I and I um I love him. I, you know, we're we're t- very tight now. And I said, uh Kyle, how much money do you make? And he told me, and I said, that's not gonna cover her cosmetics. So, you know, so I said, you're gonna to need to do something else. So what he did, I, I don't know if that was the reason, but he, he, we were living in Connecticut. He goes up to Traveler's Insurance and he's got an IT degree from UConn and he uh, applies for work and they grab him by the legs. I mean, they just tackle him. And, but I noticed what he's, and he doubled his salary so he could pay for her cosmetics. So uh, So what happened then? he i said kyle uh, how's work and he said fine i said what are you doing I, n- I noticed you don't go to work all the time and i noticed that when you do go to work you go to work in shorts <laughs> and he says well they gave me a task and i said what was that and he said they uh, you know all the fires that caused billions of dollars of losses in california he said they want me to prevent that from happening again and i said whoa you gotta be kidding me how are you gonna do that he said well they gave me all the data all the aerial photography all the data and he said, I put an app on the phone. He, he, he said, I put an app on the phone. And what you do is you take a picture of a house and you enter some data about the house and it will tell you what you should insure it for or if you should insure it. And I said, you did, because I can't turn off the light on my phone. I don't know about you. And I said, I, 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 didn't, I have no idea how you get an app into a phone. You push it in or something, I don't know. So, and he said, and I said, does it work? And he said, yeah. And in fact, I've got a patent on it. <laughs> Millennials, I'm telling you, millennials, you get past the, all of the um, stereotypical concepts that you have about millennials, and they're going to serve our country wonderfully well. We are the only nation, the only world power, the only industrial nation that has a Generation X that's coming along in the labor force. All the rest of the, of the, of the at least the free world, industrialized world, does not have that. We're fine. Now, what, what about uh, our rival
0: nations like China? We seem to be a little concerned about them.
1: You should be concerned that, I hope that China doesn't fail precipitously before we can get all of our industry back because China's in deep trouble. China right now, you know, China's missing, under 40 years old, China's missing a half billion people. If you listen to Elon Musk, he says uh, 750 million people. He steals a lot of my stuff. <laughs> no, he does. I have to talk to him about that. But uh, no, China's cooked. China is uh, right now uh, just struggling like crazy to figure out what they're going to do with their economy because they have a hole in their population and they literally have uh, uh, hundreds of millions of elderly they can't feed, hundreds of millions of elderly they can't
0: feed. Well, that sounds like a worldwide crisis when you think about it.
1: It's it's not because it's, unfortunately, I mean, it, it, it should be probably. Um, I mean, you want to see what's going to happen. You know, p- people ask me all the time, they say, what, what's going to happen with China? Are we going to go to war with China? And I said, I said, listen, have you ever been in Walmart? And I said, yeah. I said, have you ever been able to find a product in Walmart that wasn't made in China? No. I said, well, do you think they're going to kill their customer? No. I said, we're fine. And Ch- China, China's, dominance with it, of course they've been lying about it with this all these six percent increases in their gdp which is nonsense uh right now they they uh one of the biggest problems is they have you know they built all this structure you, you I, I forget it, it's not Ever source what's the name of that that big company that built all the the uh um uh, infrastructure in china i don't know What China has right now is a lot of empty buildings and a lot of empty office buildings, a lot of empty multifamily housing, a lot of empty, 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 because they built for a population that doesn't exist. Doesn't sound like
0: good uh, state planning, does it? No, they're they're idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Would you take a a second here to tell our uh, listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself? How did you get to where you are?
1: Well, I used to be in the marketing business and, and my, my wife and I had an advertising agency in, in uh, Connecticut for 21 years. And uh, we did very well. We, we were doing $40 million when uh, we finally closed it. Um, but we, we lost a major client, which, which was the American Honda motorcycles. We had 140 dealers that we represented and we, we lost them. We couldn't figure out why until we realized that it was because the uh, um, the baby boomers exited the market. The baby, We sold motorcycles to men 16 to 24 years old. Once the baby boomers exited the market in 1986, business in, from 1986 to 1992 fell 80% and all the dealers closed. All the dealers closed. And we couldn't figure out why. And uh, we shook hands with American Honda. They went their way, we went ours. Uh, 1996, I was reading a full page editorial in the, uh, the Hartford Current, which is a blue newspaper in Connecticut. And it was an indictment of Generation X, people born 65 to 84. And it was saying uh, it it was uh, October of the year, it was Clinton versus Dole, all the politics were heating up. And it was saying Generation X was not voting at the level of the boomer, not running for office at the level of the boomer, not giving money at the level of the boomer and not giving time at the level of the boomer. And what was the United States gonna come to if this new Generation X uh, was our future? And I'm looking at this and I'm saying, what? It's an indictment of a whole generation. I said, well, I have 40 people working for me. 20 of them are Xers, and I don't have any lazy people. So I called in our research department, and I said, find out everything you can about Generation X. CIA, fact books, census data, um, whatever you can find. And, And they came back a few days later and said, Generation X will never perform at the level of the boomer. And I said, really? So they're lazy, just like the article said. And they said, no, there's fewer of them. I never realized that generations could be different size. You always think that the, that the population is flat. In fact, in fact, most people have no clue as how many babies are born each year. They have no clue whatsoever. And they couldn't, they couldn't tell you within a million or 2 million or even 3 million people. Most people can't tell the difference between a, a million, billion, and trillion. They can't. They just can't tell you the difference. So what we discovered was that genera- we had a hole in our population. And once we discovered that, and I and, being, and I asked the research people. I said, "Anything in your research did turn up that people know this?" No. I said, "Well, I'm going to tell them. That's what I'm doing right now." So I started. Uh, I started being. An, I, I shifted gears. I said, "Put marketing aside, put on a demographer hat." Went to Washington, D.C., and talked to the State Department demographer, Dr. Nicholas Aberstadt, PhD from Harvard, who works for the American Enterprise Institute. is a brilliant man, probably the best demographer on the planet. And we sat down and compared notes, and we were identical. And he said, but the one difference is, he says, you understand marketing, and people in the State Department can't even spell it. So, so that's, that's me. And so that's what you've been doing ever since. Yeah, I started writing books. And when you write books, people think you're smart, and then they start hiring you to speak. And I, I get um, very good money for speaking. <laughs> well, tell us about your latest book. Well, it's called Upside. And what we did is we, we did a, an in-depth analysis. Um, Jamie Moy and I, Jamie Moy is, is my chief researcher. Um, we analyzed every single state and what's going to happen to the states. how are they losing population, who is in there? I mean, what's the ethnic mix in the state? and then uh, what's you know the, the the categories of states like New England or, or midwest or, or, or South you know, what states are gonna flourish, what states are in trouble, what states are gonna lose house seats, and, and we're right on the money. Um, after a, a very, very careful analysis of all of that, you read that and you could tell where markets are going. And then we also did an analysis on a broad base of essentially of continents, but, but some other countries as well, including uh, China, South Korea, North Korea, uh, Japan, Japan's cooked. Japan has, has stopped having children about 30, 40 years ago. Japan will not be Japan in 2050. Can't one of enough taxpayers? Yeah. The population of Japan by the end of the, uh, this century will be half of what it is now. Yeah, it's about 120 million. It'll be 60. How can they operate with half as many people? They can't. And, and that's my whole point. In fact, my next book, and I ha- already have the, the proposal. It, it is into my publisher, which is a source of irritation for me um, <laughs> because they're difficult to deal with. Um, it deals with we, having, we have had populations increase since, uh, you know, go forth and multiply. And, and what's going to happen is now populations are decreasing. And when populations decrease, especially with market economies, it uh, totally screws them up. It, it wrecks economies. You cannot operate a world full of old people you can't now because you have this thing called dependency ratio you have to have somebody that cares for the young and cares for the old if you don't have that you're cooked. which is why uh, china's in such bad shape because their one child only policy is what precipitated their half a billion people missing in uh under 40 you know what else they have in china they have 90 million more men under 40 than they do women what, how did that happen? You, as far as I know, men and women, are uh, boys and girls, uh, male and female are born equally, pretty much, right? Yeah, well, they killed the girls. It's called in, in, uh, gender-based infanticide. And it's just, it's a fact. It's just the way it is. I mean, it's not, I didn't make it up. I don't have any reason to, but uh, boy, the, uh, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, is, is that's the most dangerous entity on the planet. <laughs>
0: Well, you have uh, certainly uh, caused a few people to uh, sit up and pay attention. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I
1: do. You know, it's a, it's a uh, I, I, The fact it's funny, funny story. I just spoke to the uh, Texas Cattle Feeders Association, and and um, you know, I I don't take sides. I'm not left. I'm not right. I'm I'm very moderate, and I and I I try to report. I don't I don't want to be an editorial. But uh, the left wing is blaming cattle for global warming. So (laughs) but people are buying more of it now than ever. Oh, it's that methane
0: gas they they put out from both ends, we're told. Uh, Where can our listeners and viewers get more information about you? You probably have a website.
1: Yeah, you know what? You, You want to freak out? All you have to do is go to Google and put in Ken Demographer, and everything comes up. Just my first name. And it's because there aren't many of us, and because I, I seem to be probably, forgive me now, the most prominent. But yeah, it's it would be K uh KGC Direct. KGCdirect.com.
0: What would you like to talk about, Ken, that we haven't had a chance to get to?
1: Well, what I one of the things that it's going on right now that people are saying. I cannot believe that we're all fighting like this well we and, and we've never done this before, yes, we have, and that was you know during the hippie era that it was far worse. I mean, at least we don't have any Kent states yet you know that's that's yeah I mean, you remember that so uh, what I would encourage people to do is to is to relax, okay, we have a demographic problem in our nation right now because you generally have young people tend to be uh, liberals middle-aged people tend to be moderates and older people tend to be conservatives uh right now in the middle which is generation uh x is a small generation and they don't have much of a voice they just don't because of their size so you have a large group of 88 million millennials who are um, pushing the liberal agenda and then you have the baby boomers at the other end who are pushing the uh, conservative agenda and it seems like we're going to go to war or have a revolution we're not we're going to age out of that because the millennials are finding their way into the labor force once they start having families and amassing wealth and, and moving into their own houses they they're, they're the way they think politically changes and we will get back to a normality we're fine you've been watching the biz news podcast we welcome your input send
0: your email to editor at biznews.com thanks for watching